Hi, this is Sean, and this is the Infinite Creative Podcast. And my name is Fitz, and we're talking all about creative stuff, um, freelance stuff, and all that other stuff. That's a lot of stuff, Sean. Yeah, yeah, triple on the stuff, on the creative stuff. <laughs> That's <laughs> Whoa, I never heard so much stuff before. But yeah, today we're talking about um, a logo that came out, and it was like a little bit confusing to us, because like it kind of gave some weird conspiracy vibes, and it was... Oh, vibes. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. But it came from a government official website. Or, yeah, you should introduce that a little bit better. But, yeah, explain it. Uh, sorry, people. Uh, please, uh, we apologize. We, we haven't had enough coffee. All right, we're here now. Okay, so, um, so yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, today's new news that came out this week was about a new logo f um, for a... Um, I guess uh, a section of the Space Command Force. They, I guess, they have all these different subsections of the Space Operations Command, and um, and you know, it was really interesting because they released this new logo. I'll go ahead and share that right now. Um, uh, doo -doo -doo. And so they shared this new logo for their Space it looks Delta. Really spiffy. It looks spiffy, but it's very, um, you know, what's really interesting about, about this logo is that it's, um, it has very ancient alien vibes, I've got to say. Like, um, it's really interesting. So you have the Sphinx here in the center of this planet, and they're staring up at this kind of star. Um, I don't know if you know anything about uh, ancient Egypt, um, but um, I think um, the Sphinx and a lot of the pyramids, well, the pyramids align to, um, I think, the... Orion's belt, I believe. I think, I think even the Great Pyramid points towards Cyrus, and I think the Sphinx points towards Polaris, I believe. So I think that's what it is there at the top. That little star is Polaris, which um, we're not going to get too deep into the alien uh, part of this, but a lot of people believe that uh, that there is some aliens or some different type of um, beings that maybe um, come from Polaris or from Cyrus, and so. Um, so it's like really interesting this logo how it kind of really uh they released Leans this logo this. yeah and it has this really weird mystical fantasy type of of thing so it really kind of makes you wonder what in the heck um what, what are they doing it's going they, on there because on the other on? side you have to think about this this is not like some random site where you're just like okay let's come up with some concepts it can be a little bit crazy no this is a government official website yeah it's the space force um i think like trump um made this thing happen i think back in the day kind or you announced yeah. it i don't know but yeah, yeah. um it's just kind of weird because, like, like you said, like there's a lot of conspiracy because all those pyramids were built so precisely that people nowadays still are kind of confused. Like, how did we do this back in the day? Yeah, yeah, and it's just very interesting when you see, like, a you know, you think of the military and government as being like people that are definitely not going to put anything out there about aliens or, or anything about ancient civilizations. So. But yeah, so very interesting. So I, I think this is a Sphinx. I'm guessing it also could just be a pharaoh. And if so, I don't know which pharaoh's head this would be on here. But very, very yeah. weird, right? You have the Space Force of the United States having um, Egyptian symbology in their emblem. Um, and um, yeah, and so this kind of like got me started digging deeper into the Space Force logos. And so... So, you know, so if we go and kind of look at, like, the beginning, um, all these ads on this page, but if we go and look here at the, <laughs> the symbol for Space Force, um, 
So it's interesting because I thought this would have been a brand spanking new symbol, right? Because you just said, like, Trump kind of created this branch and things. But I guess it was first used in 1961 um, for the U.S. Air oh. Force. And there was a space command in the U.S. Air Force. That's a lot of people don't really realize is that here in Colorado, this is where Space Force is, is based, I think, now. I think Trump tried to move it. But, um, but yeah, so it's like Space Command has existed as a section of the Air Force, and then when Space Force came out, all it was was saying, like, oh, let's just take this section out of the Air Force. And so so it, this has existed. So you can see here, like, the star in the middle is supposed to symbolize Polaris. Um, you have these um, beveled elements that are supposed to show the joint mission of the Air Force, Army, Navy, and Marines. It's actually really interesting. So I, I actually have a connection into the Space Force. I actually know one of the directors of Space Force. And it's interesting what? because all these different, um, yeah, I know, things you don't know. And, um, but, like, there's, <laughs> there's these connections between the armed forces where they actually kind of run. So they still run with all of these different, um, different parts of the military where they kind of run operations for Space Force. So sometimes they'll call Air Force to do stuff. They'll call the Navy to do things. So, so this logo shows that. It all goes up into a point. Um, obviously, I think to just show that you know they're they're shooting up into the vastness of space. There are there are rocket launching upward, and so um, so this yeah. is like the original logo. So you'll see this shape um, popping up pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, so here's like um, the second Delta logo, which is really funny and looks like an old kind of uh, mechanics logo or something. I don't really know. It's like we have this, yeah. we have this electrical bolt that's shooting up and then something's kind of in orbit. So maybe they have something to do with shooting stuff up and putting it in orbit. Um, you have yeah. number three here, which just looks like, you know, your favorite um, arena football team logo. No, I mean, it's basically <laughs> like to be honest, it really it really looks like it. But yeah, yeah, the first, like a sports uh, no, team. No, the or second something. logo was the best one so far. I think like the, right. the Space Force logo is a really sexy logo. Yeah, and then yeah, so you have these lightning bolts. I don't know what that means. This is just like we're launching stuff again here again. Now this is when we're launching eyeballs into space. I don't know if you guys have seen the eyeballs with the big wings in the sky, but yeah, this is um, this is who's doing that. <laughs> um, it it looks like a little bit of uh, the Illuminati, you know. Yeah, a little Illuminati vibes here, right? And then also if you look here where, like, the arrow, like, you see the globe, it's, like, going over the, like, Antarctica or something. Isn't that weird? How, like, the, whatever, this rocket ship or something, and this is, like, on the oh, top of the globe. Here. And so there's, like, <laughs> hey, a... Hey, at least a globe. It's a globe. At least. And I don't know if or you Or is know, it like, a disc? I don't know. And then, you know, journey to the center of the planet, man. I, I, I definitely think there could be a hole in Antarctica. And that's what this is, is just showing, yo, bro, we got a hole. We got an eyeball watching the yeah. hole. It's, yeah, a lot of magic things, you know. And then, you know, space tigers, right? Space tigers are a thing. And and I'm glad that they're watching out for them personally because, you know, especially with chopsticks. You know, when you get a tiger with lightning chopsticks like this, it can be a real bad thing. You know, that's where you get your bad electrical storms from. Yeah. You know, and but on a moving. different note, on no, a different no, we note, got, I got to keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just want to say, like, um, to be clear here, because like you cannot uh, talk about like conspiracies and all that kind of stuff on like Spotify and YouTube is kind of fine, but in in general, they did not do a really good job to be very distinct and like you know calm the waters down because like, yeah. I, yeah. I see a lot of confusing messages from the government <laughs> coming out there. Yeah, and I mean, such an obsession with lightning bolts. I mean, I'm just so interested in, like, what the heck is up with all these lightning bolts? Is, like, Thor the president of Space Force? I don't understand this. 
Um, yeah, so who did the design those logos? That is the real question. So maybe uh, we can figure that out and we go from there. Yeah, giving you know, some we got, credit. We got bears who have the keys to the universe. That's a big thing. I mean, and this one's kind of interesting because you actually have like uh, some type of like this is kind of weird. Like you see this type of like map of stars, and then they have this line from one of the stars going to Polaris. So that's a little weird. Like, oh, well, what's that going to this like galaxy far away? Um, and yeah, and I'll just quickly go through these. You know, so now we have another one here where now we have mountains and loops around a planet over the mountains but then yet again there's always that star that it's going to so i'm almost thinking like space force is like some cover-up to get to some star or something um yet again got a big star this one looks kind of evil like uh like this is like an evil version um where it's the star's red so this is very yeah. blank and ambiguous um this one's kind of interesting where yet again, uh, well, here we have a genie lamp. Um, so now we, we've really hit all the fantasy things in Animal World. So, yeah, so we have a genie lamp here. Um, and then, uh, and I'm almost yeah. done here. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, you have a target here of, uh, I, I don't know what this red star is. This, is. this almost seems like it's almost anti-Russian or something going after a red star within its crosshairs. I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Um, this one's looking very Star Trek-y. This one's kind of weird, though. Like, I don't really get what's happening here. I, well, I guess you see, like, a rocket, it seems like, and then there seems to be, like, a like a bomb or a mine that's shooting past it, or, like, that's a satellite, maybe? I, I, I don't know. This. And then the, I, I don't the... want to say something, but there is, like, 45 of them, if yeah, they count no, it... in a row. So yeah, there's, like, look... Space Delta 1 to Space Delta Launch Delta 45. There's a lot of logos. How many are you going to do, Sean? This is the I final gotta one. i got to ask. This, this is the final, is the final one? one? Okay, just check it. Because they don't all have emblems, so you just pulled that up. But um, this is the last one that has the – because the one that just came out is Space Delta 18. So, so yeah, so this yeah. is uh, the last one I'll show yet again. You know, So we have bears in space. We have tigers with chopsticks. And we have owls that are holding – I don't know. I guess you could say that they're holding uh, a disc. I don't know what's it. It's just very interesting. Like, what the heck is all this mysterious symbology that they're using here in the military? I mean, owls, um, you know, you find owls in a lot of weird places symbolically. Like, you find them on, um, I think it's the dollar bill that they have. A, a, there's an owl hidden in there. So in a lot of old, like, um, Revolutionary War era stuff, they used to hide owls in a lot of places. Um as just a symbolic uh, thing. I forgot what it, I forgot what it actually stands for. I wish I knew that, but yeah. So it's really weird, right? So they, so yeah. So the newest one to add to this weird, crazy array of all these logos is our new Egyptian logo. So I only wonder what's next for the space force. You know, are we gonna have a Teletubby in space? Is it gonna be, you know, is the next one like gonna be a snake? We don't have any snakes. I feel like we need like an Adam and Eve one <laughs> coming snake. up or something. We need like an apple and a snake in space or something. But anyway, yeah, yeah, what's your thoughts on all this, man? What do you think? Um, it's not very consistent. I mean, it's consistent and it's not consistent. Like the styles, you know, and the colors and mm. the themes. Um, on the one side, you know, they're kind of matching and they're kind of not matching. I I like the, I don't know. It, it is a very weird, confusing array of logos, to be honest. It is. It is. And... Um... You know, because and, like none of them are like the same. The only thing that is the same is the stars and the lightning, but then 
the way that it's portrayed is not always the same. You know what I mean? So if they, yeah. the only same is the, the triangle kind of sort of thing or the, the shape. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting. I mean, some of them I think you can kind of tell what they do. Like, you know, this one with the satellite dish, it obviously has something to do with satellites and communication, um, yeah. you know. But, yeah, some of them, you're right. They're just completely bonkers. Like, what the heck does this mean? Like, it's this, like, yeah. tower So there's going... no lightning. There's, there's maybe a star, but you could completely misread this, you know, like but, you said. Yeah. Like, could then... like what's so, a red so star consist... mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so why is it red, and why is it not the, like the other stars? And there's no stars, you know. And the stars are different. There's no star, and it's an owl, and no lightning. Yeah. So, what is up with that? I'm like, yeah, mm. it, yeah, very odd, right? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I know, you know, working with the military in the past, I, I know that they sometimes send stuff out, but um, yeah. go ahead and get this. But yeah, so um, yeah, yeah, but very interesting. This one, on the I other hand, wanted... I kind of like. Yeah, the new one actually stylistically at least is is new and interesting and different. Um, but yet again, it's just like, well, let's see here. What's the? It says down here. What's the? What's the mission here? So the mission is to deliver unparalleled technical expertise and game changing intelligence, empowering national leaders, joint force warfighters, and acquisition acquisition professionals to outwit, outreach, and and win in the space domain. I mean, that's a that's a little ambiguous, but. Um, Buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, very brand new. You know, it was just was was launched in in June of twenty. You know, June twenty fourth. So, you know, as we, you know, we're recording this on July eighth. So, yeah, just just happened. Um, but yeah, very weird, right? Even even the mission's so ambiguous, right? We're empowering national leaders. We're we're joint force war fighters. We're professionals to outwit. I mean, it's just like what? What are we? Like, yeah, it makes it, me think it of like Han Solo's mission statement, or what is this? Yeah, I, I think like it looks the statement looks more like technical and techy, you know, and this yeah. is more like okay, Egypt, a little like back in the day kind of sort of vibe. Back in the day, way back in the day. Uh, yeah, ancient, <laughs> you know. It looks like ancient, but it's like I kind of get like being above, being like a um, yeah. How do you call that thing again? Uh, my English is kind of bad. Uh, the the person there with the helmet, it's a uh, a pharaoh yeah you know pharaoh. like they're yeah they're above, like direct yeah above the regular people you know so mm -hmm. i kind of get that with being like on the edge but yeah besides that it's not really saying this is the future yeah and i mean and yet again it's just very weird because it just it begs more questions of like you know um because, again, you know, we won't get too deep in the conspiracy stuff, but, you know, the fact that, you know, pharaohs used to be buried in pyramids, and the idea was that they would be launched off to these stars. And so even in this, you have a pharaoh staring up at that star. Just very strange. I mean, it's just very... They could have done something more boring, and they chose to do this. And, and this got approved, you know. I don't know, like, if you've ever done anything with the government or the military, there's so many levels of bureaucracy and, and approval so the fact that this went up all the way of the chain of the command and they were like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is exactly what we're doing. It's just very interesting. <laughs> so, like, it makes yeah. me wonder what they rejected, right? If this is what they landed on, I almost wonder what crazy thing, you know, was it a ferret, like a, like a ferret, like the animal with, like, a space helmet? Or, like, what, how, how weird did it get before they landed on this? Yeah, um, I'm kind of wondering what the budget for something like that is. You know, you, you would think it's the government, it's the Space Force. I don't know how so big dollars. <laughs> yeah. This emblem probably is a hundred grand. Yeah. Well, 
No, I was joking. It is know. what I, it is. <clears throat> hey, I mean, it's it's interesting though, right? You know, you got to think that there's some guy in some military base that's like really happy with this logo, um, and it looks cool. <laughs> I I just don't um. It just seems scary to me. I don't know. It's like, uh, okay, I guess this is like the the logo of when we go to war in space. I guess, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just very interesting. But yeah, I just yeah. want to bring that up. That's a it's a new logo. That's a new thing that just happened. Um, so I always want to share these like kind of weird things as they pop up in my world. Yeah, but also very creative. Like on that note, it's like it's not like all U.S. You know, you didn't see any like flags or something. But that kind of is like okay, this is a location on Earth. That is kind of getting represented, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I, I'm really interested to see like what's the next hundred years look like with Space Force in general. Um, yeah. You know, uh, a project. You know, if I can ever find it someday, it'd be really funny to show on this. Um, so when I was a senior in college, one of my uh, thesis kind of design projects was for a space elevator. So I've always liked the idea of. Having um, yeah. th this idea of a space elevator that would that bring people out of the atmosphere and then from there they would launch the station because a lot of people don't know that's where most of the money comes in in launching a spacecraft is just getting something out of the atmosphere. Um, and so, yeah, so it was a pretty cool project where I literally branded this whole hypothetical space elevator. So I made, I made these like cool tickets, like what does the ticket look like to get on the space elevator? What's the branding on all the walls as you're walking up in the space elevator? So it's just really cool to think of like, what does the branding of the future look like? And maybe maybe this is what they were thinking about, right? When the year is three thousand and we're we're at we're having a huge space war over Mars, maybe this is the the logo and all the oh, flags. Oh well, and you're uniforms. going the positive route instead of being all united, and you're going like, how will be the space well, wars going on? But yeah, it's a military thing. Here's the twist. Space wars against aliens. What? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, the damn space Mexicans. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that was a I, hot take. <laughs> no, I, I'm Mexican myself. So, um, no, I, I, I don't know. I can tell me, hombre. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> but, yeah, so it would be nice that we get more united versus, like, the divided. But it's kind of cool seeing, like, it's 2022, and there's Space Force, and there's space stuff. Elon is doing his thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a cool future on the positive side. Yeah, I think so. I mean, at least yeah, at least we're gonna be able to escape someday if this planet blows yeah. up. So that's so that's good news. I mean, yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, the, the, just to see the branding roll out, you know, um, you know, what's interesting is you see NASA's logos never changed though. Like that thing is like just stayed oh. the same forever. True. Um, so, so that so. basically indirectly means like they maybe do the same thing, you know, and that designer basically got the holy grail. And if that's like a government thing, you're like, yeah. um, if you go onto that website, they have like, where was it? I want to pull that up kind of sort of. So they have like their um, medals of honor, you know, and they represent whatever they are wearing. Like, uh, let yeah. me share my screen, share screen. And share so we can like you see here this is already an honor you know logo and all those things are basically being displayed as a medal of honor you know yeah you can. yeah well definitely very interesting yeah because you you do have like the old design of all these old medals and and that is a thing you cannot switch up you know it was like 
Yeah, yeah, that that is an interesting point. Definitely almost worth like its own podcast, really, where we could almost go into just all the medals and how those are. Because, I mean, a lot of that stuff, I, I don't even know where that comes from, right? Like, when was the Medal of Honor even designed, right? Like, is that back in the 1920s, 40s? Is that a World War II thing? I don't even know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's, um, but you're right, it's, it's, it's interesting how you have, like, these kind of old-school symbology where it's, like, a, you know, a bunch of eagles, like, holding things of grain and stuff like that. And now you have this new symbology where... You have this globe and and this big star off in the distance, and yeah, just really, yeah. really interesting, yeah. Yeah, definitely a thing where you can kind of get excited about the future and stuff like that, and yeah, so you also can sign yeah. up with the Space Force right now. After Googling this, I was like, oh, sign up, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, wow, but yeah. yeah. Sign on yeah, up. I mean, like, if you need a career switch, it's maybe the way. <laughs> Now's the time, everybody. Join Space Force, where you, too, can be a pharaoh that looks to the stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so it's a cool project, 100%. I, I really dig the, the, the designs of the first two, like the Space Force and the Delta 18. The rest, I'm like, kind of, eh. Yeah, some of them but are yeah. a little miss, for sure. Yeah, some of them are kind of, ugh. But yeah, yeah, it didn't really make sense. But I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about being productive. You know, um, you are really good with that because you're a very organized person. Yeah. I personally am a little bit ADHD, and I kind of go with the flow. What is not really the way to go? Um, I'm just like very curious. How do you structure your day? You know, how to get the most out of it? You know, and what is your mindset when sitting down? And then I go over mine if that's. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well, first thing is I, I don't sit down. Um, so I, I do a standing desk. So right now, even as I do this, I'm standing up. So that's that's one thing right there is just um, standing up all day. Um, you're just more aware. You're more awake. You stay active. You don't get so fat so easily. Also, I have a bad back, so, so it helps me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I mean, that's number one is just standing up in general. Um, yeah. And then... Um, but yeah, in terms of organization, it's interesting because it, it, it's, well, I guess just, just staying productive, I guess, it's, it's interesting because I still struggle with it to this day in some regards. I mean, um, when there's like something that's really not fun ahead for the day, yeah. um, which as a web designer, I think any web designer out there can definitely attest to some days that are just like, oh my God, today's the day I have to do all this not fun things for a designer, but maybe fun for a developer, an engineer, but not for a designer, but yeah. And so when those things that kind of come up, I definitely am that guy that's like sitting on the couch drinking his coffee in the morning, just like, uh, I'll just sit here another 10 minutes. Another 10 minutes is okay. Yeah. That is um, very relatable. <laughs> so I think, I think all creatives, everyone struggles with that, especially like when you have a project that goes bad, right? Like you've, you've, you've yeah. showed the client something like, you know, I kind of hate everything you've done, but I like this one little thing. Um, can you do more work? It's hard to like then be like, cool, yay, let's go do more work when you like kind of get broken down, right? So yeah, um, so yeah, so it's it, a lot of it's just like you just have to start. I mean, there's a lot of things in the morning where like I I, I try to like my brain starts to do the stuff where it's like coming up with excuses and bargaining and all this stuff, and you sometimes yeah. you just get like just open up the document and just just get to work and do then you start, you get that momentum going because yeah, I, I know if you sit there and you think about it too much. Um, you just, you get scared of it. And so for a lot of people that work at home, I think that's the problem where when you're at an yeah. office, there's really nothing else to do. It's like, you got a computer in front of you or you can go stand by the cooler and talk to people. But other than that, it's yeah. like, you kind of have to work. And there is people in the office that do that too. If you ever worked in an office, there's definitely those people that just like every day are just like walking around, talking to everyone, going to go get <laughs> some cookies in the kitchen, go stand outside for a second, you know? 
So, but you know, it's the longer that you kind of do that, I think it's you, you just put yourself in a bad place. So, yes, yeah, so that's that's my first two things is just stand up and just get started. That's half of it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just having lists. You know, I think uh, you know I keep just coming back to lists anytime I talk about anything like this, just because. You just get lost if you don't. If you don't if you're going into your work day and you don't have a list of what needs to get done, you don't have some type of list, then you are you are gonna put yourself in a world of hurt because first first off, like it's it's easy to run through a list, but then second off, it's it's easy to miss stuff that like like the 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 creative world's weird where like right where I send something to a client and now the ball's yeah. in their court, but And you just it, wait. But if I just wait and I don't set any alerts for me to check in, if I don't put a to-do like three days from now, if I don't put a thing to say, hey, check in with that client if they haven't gotten back, that's how projects like that should be done in a month turn into four or five months. So so I definitely always say that as well, too, is like when you send something out, make that a, a something, give yourself an alert to check in because you may be good at organization and doing stuff, but your client may not. And so, and that's going to leak into your lane too. So, so I would say that's kind of my number three on it too, is just like, you know, make sure to make steps for, for not only your part of the process, but like whoever your client is too, you know, because they look they to you to guide through. the project. I mean, that was one of the things that took me a long time to learn early on was, um, was that, you know, they look to you to, or to be organized. They look to you to guide the project, right? So if you if you start to look at the client to guide things and keep things on track in time, you you may be setting yourself up. So you That's really an um, interesting thought. I did not thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense, you know, because like as the mm -hmm. client, you're not the expert, and uh, technically, you know, you're looking to the other side and hoping they are the expert and leading you for the way, you know. Yeah, yeah, which is what you want anyway, right? I mean, it's just like, you know, if you get your car fixed, it's not like they're looking to you to come up with the schedule, right? You're like, hey, mechanic, how long is this going to take? And then they tell you. And then, you know, and if they need if they need an answer from you, then they need to, like, keep checking in. So it's like, so it's the same thing. A lot of people forget forget that, I think. They, they like, yeah. you know, send a proof of a logo to a client, and then three weeks pass, and then they're they're telling me, I don't know, man. I thought it was a good logo, but I never heard anything. And I'm like, yeah, but did you check in? Well, no, I didn't check in. It's like, oh, well, okay. you should have checked in because they they maybe liked it or didn't like it, or maybe they didn't even see it. Maybe your email even went in the spam, and you don't even know. <laughs> you know, I've had that. He's kind of late with that. So, <laughs> yeah, for all you, yeah. I've had that happen where like I've waited two weeks and been like, huh, why are you not getting back? And then I'll like talk to them, and they'll be like. Oh, did you send that to this email? I'm not even, I don't even use that email. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. And they're like, oh, I thought you were taking forever. So, so yeah, so I, I would always make, you know, notes in the process. So, you know, even when I send off a proposal, for example, I'll literally put like a to-do note, like two days later, check in about proposal, you know, and sometimes yeah. they get right back and then you just cross it out two days later. But I, I definitely say to do that because it's that stuff that kills you, you know, making, making the stuff, making the video, making the logo, that's at the forefront of your mind. But it's all yeah. that other stuff that's going to kill you, like checking in, make sure to write the invoice, make sure to update their invoice, make sure to send them a, a change of scope for the contract. You know, all those little things, that's the stuff that kills creatives, where if you don't put that down, if you literally don't write that down, you're going to forget about it. Yeah. 
That's definitely good advice right there. Um, I had that happen too, kind of with like um, the last wedding that I booked. And I'm just like, okay, it's on my calendar to just let them know I'm still showing up, still going to do the thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. all those things are lined up already. And if you need like kind of like a guidance with that, like HoneyBooks is kind of cool because like they already yeah. put that in there. And they're like, hey, you should send an email out, you know. But obviously, yeah. Not everybody uses apps and stuff like that, and I don't mm -hmm. use it all the time. I think more like um, for myself, there's like projects where I'm like, okay, I kind of want to be uh, self-expressatory. No, I want to self-express myself, and I should work on a project. Like for example, that demo reel that you said, like I should do. I'm mm -hmm. like, still have not done yet, and I'm just like. I, I don't feel the urgency to do it and I don't have that, okay, it's crunch time. And like yesterday I had like a moment of David Goggins. I'm like, why am I so lazy? <laughs> I'm just like, I should do more, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you got to identify laziness, right? Um, I think, you know, to get a little bit to a psychology place, you know, what is laziness, right? Laziness is a lot of the times it's um, depression or anxiety or something like that. That is, as major, you know, I, I don't think like people are lazy. Like, I don't think you're a lazy person in terms of like you don't want to do anything. It's, it's like, it's just like, you know, if there's lockups in your mind about things. So, so in this case, like the demo reel, you're, you know, there may be something holding you back on that. That's why you're being lazy about it. Is there something that either depresses you about it or makes you anxious about it or, um, but yeah, it's definitely something like, you know, I, and I think you do this well, where you, you actually are like, you know, don't be perfect. Just make something, make anything, right? Yeah. That's this podcast is, is us learning on camera. And so I think, uh, you know, I, I think that's part of it too, is you, it just goes back to just start it, like start the demo yeah. reel. It's going to be awkward. Or well, maybe go. a believing thing. Like it, it could be like that. I don't really believe in the reels and demos, you know, like I believe like if I post work on Instagram and you do a reel, it can get several thousand views. But if I do the the, the demo reel, I'm like, oh, this is 20, 20 views. And now I showed something where I'm like, it's maybe not rely, uh, related to a client or a potential client. But I think it's like cool stuff, you know? Yeah, well, I think, and I think a reel is, you know, and I, I would argue, you know, and I may be wrong in this, this may be a hot take I'm wrong on, but yeah. That like five thousand views of your IG reel probably will still equal the same amount of money as twenty views on your website of your demo reel. Like they're both gonna they're both gonna become the same amount of money because if I'm on your website, I'm already halfway there. Like you're already half convinced me. So then yeah. then that's when the, the the video does a lot of good. Where on Instagram, it's just a bunch of doom scrolling. It's just like another videographer that's like, oh cool, here's your demo reel. Next video. True. So. So, you know, that's, that's the argument there of like, I would still say they're both, they're both, you know, so I wouldn't get caught too much in the views. I think they, the views and the engagement that all has like, that definitely has some value, but you know, it's about going after the perfect customer, right? Which isn't another videographer, just like me. Like I can make all these cool hypothetical logo designs and put on Instagram and maybe get a lot of love around that. But the love is going to be from other designers, right? Like no, none of my clients are, are really looking up logo on instagram and if they are they're just looking for inspiration they're not really looking for a designer sean you just inspired me to actually put that out in the universe um after talking about space force and all those nice logos the, the tiger the, the chopsticks tiger's listening be careful yeah no if if anybody from the space force is listening i will be your space force videographer <laughs> boom
Yeah, you business heard opportunity. First. Yeah, <laughs> just any government official, just sign me up. I got there you. you. Go. There you go. There but, you go. Yeah, anyhow. But yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, and with that, you know, so like if you were going to be in Space Force, if you were going to do that, then yeah, it would be like just get out there and make videos that you think Space Force would want, right? Make all these space videos and drone nighttime photography videos and it's just doing stuff, right? It's just Is like... nighttime in space? Well, I mean nighttime here so you can see space. I guess that's what I meant. But, um, <laughs> whoa, there's a nighttime in space. Um, but uh, Everything is green instead of black. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I mean, like, uh, yeah, so like, you know, so for you, yeah, we've discussed off camera, like you doing, um, like a wedding demo reel, because that's a market, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a sales flow, that's a sales funnel, so it's like, so, you know, it's about getting people to that, that page, having that video look slick and great and show that you've done weddings before, and I think that's... And it doesn't have to be that much. I mean, I think um, just like most things, you just got to get started. And it's awkward because you're going to be like, all right, I got to pull this clip here. Where did I put that clip? And it's like, ugh. But then once you start yeah. going and sludging through the mud, you'll start to be like, okay, you know what? I have a lot here. And that almost always happens to me. It's like I start the process and I'm like, ugh, ugh. But then like fast forward an hour later and I'm going. I'm like, oh, actually, this was cool. Oh, I didn't even know I had yeah. this thing. Oh, I just had an idea about all of this. And so it's like once you yeah. kind of get going. But yeah, it is. It is definitely hard to start, especially when it's not like a big, sexy, shiny thing. It's more just for marketing or for the business yeah. side of things. That's when it's like we're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do this eventually. Yeah, like the the marketing side is like for me probably the the weakest point. Kind of, I like I like creating stuff if I'm excited about it and like you know, oh, I have a cool idea. Let's make a YouTube video about it, or let's make an Instagram reel, or if I'm in the right mood, let's post like a bunch of reels, you know. And yeah. then I get somewhat of an engagement. But if it's like for marketing, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, the the real work, I'm like, mm, you know. But if it's like yeah. an in person fun thing, I'm I can talk to people, you know, I love it. But yeah, I, I have to get more like down and dirty, I guess. Yeah, well, it's hard, right? Because I mean, when you, yeah, because you, you don't you don't grow up as a kid wanting to market stuff, right? You don't yeah, grow it's up. Weird. In, it's not like you were in arts art class and back in grade school, or you know, where you were like coming up with marketing. Like you were you were making. Yeah, pretty did they pictures. do that in, in school? Like in no, your art no, school? no, no, no. Well, in art school, you know, it was interesting. Is like even in a design college setting, there's some talk of marketing. But not enough, yeah. I don't think. I mean, like, it's funny is because you have a lot of marketers that are trying to be designers, but you don't have a lot of designers that are really trying to be marketers. And it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, yeah. So, I think that for me, it's like, you know, I, I, it's just about getting started and making lists and then just going down the lists. Now, you know, uh, I think also, too, it's allowing yourself not to do stuff, too. I mean, that's okay. If, like, you have a bad day and you're like, you know what? We just got to take an early day. That's okay because it's yeah. it's all about sustainability too, right? Because if you start banging your head against something, like you're not going to be able to show up every day. So, so I've had to get better at that. Where there's yeah. some days where I'm just like I'm not able to do this. I'm like, I'm just like I'm just not there. Whatever I'm going to produce is not going to be good enough, and I just literally need to like go take a walk, like go do something yeah. that's not design related. Um, I've, think... I've seen a lot of people that just burn out because they're just like 
oh, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I don't, I don't like doing this, but I gotta keep pushing myself to do it. Yeah. And it's just not sustainable. I, I think also like there's like a uh, a key difference that you have to know, and you have to know about yourself. Like um, you and I are kind of different, you know. Like you're a little bit more introverted. I'm a little bit more extroverted. Um, I know what motivates me, and it's like literally the the stupid motivational videos that you hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's like it's kind of important to know what motivates you and what pushes the right buttons on you you know what i mean and then remind you to consume them so that you actually get motivated you know and i sometimes forget that what it's like oh the other day i had that david goggins kind of sort of thing like yeah why am i so lazy you know where my my wife is like she cannot handle like that harsh critique and i need it you know well right right and i think like so, you know, uh, so what do you listen to? So you mentioned David Goggins. Is there anyone in the yeah. creative world you do listen to um, that that really inspires you? Is there anything that, like, when you're having a bad day, putting <sighs> putting it on kind of helps at least? No, like in the creative world, there's not actually many people who are like, hey, sit down, write that, or draw that, or do that, mm-hmm. you know? There's not many people, so technically we should be those people. So if you're listening right now, sit down. And draw that picture. Make that Space Force logo. Make it better. <laughs> yeah, make your version yeah. of a weird Space Force logo. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah. But what motivates you, Sean? Like this is like, as your personality type, describe it, and then what motivates you? Well, yeah. I mean, um, you know, and, and to kind of to answer my own question about some of the stuff that I that I listen to that that motivates me when I get kind of stuck in a in a place. I know I know in the past you and I have talked about, you know, the future with Christo. Um so shout out to that, that, you know. Stuff. He's been doing that podcast uh, or really just that whole thing sure. for like 5 years now, 6 years. I know that helped me a ton just during the pandemic to just kind of you know, have that in the background even just hearing people talk about stuff was great. Um there's I know there's tons of videographers out there too that do really good at just like breaking things down and, and sharing all their secrets and things like that. So it's so it's good to it's good to do those. I think also there's a lot of comical stuff out there too that I really like where people will like review logos but in a really funny way or they'll like redo a oh. logo in a very kind of goofy way. And that stuff I'm, also kind of at least lightens me up because as you know, I'm kind of more of the dark you know, yeah. designer brooding type. So like when I, when I, when I have this goofy stuff that's kind of in front of me or behind me, you know, so like even yesterday, um, I was at my co-working space and this guy saw that I had, um, Joe Rogan on and I had it on behind and he's like, Oh, you're a Joe Rogan fan. Why, why would you listen to Joe Rogan? That's kind of a weird thing to listen to like while you're, <laughs> you're doing stuff. And I was like, yeah. And, and it was even one of the funny episodes, right? It wasn't like it was one of the astrophysicists. It was like him and comedians talking, like, you know, doing poop yeah. jokes, you know? And so it's just like, he's like, why are you listening to it? Like, how does that like, and I was, I was like, well, it chills me out. It calms me down in a weird way where like, you know, I'm that intense guy that's like, you know, in my mind, it's like, you know, you have um, Bach playing in the background, just some like intense, like or- orchestra. And it's like, where I need to like calm down. I need to laugh. I need to so I think um, to kind of bring that full circle, I think, you know, the things that I know that I listen to is stuff like The Future, uh, the De- Design Better podcast is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a pl- there's a plethora. Um, Design Matters with Deborah Millman. I mean, she's like, so that th- those are really, those are some kind of the big ones out there. But, um, but it's cool, too, because then you just like, I don't know, there's, there's something calming about like people talking about their process and talking about 
things about creativity, kind of like us. So hopefully this podcast yeah. for someone out there is at least nice background noise. Or they uh, at least soon we will be there. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I yeah. guess um but yeah, to get to a place where like um what what gets me motivated um is just reminding myself this is a, such a cool life that we live, right? I mean like yeah. how how like blessed are we to like be able to make cool stuff. Make you can you can make stuff, you can show stuff to people and it's just so cool. I mean, like, I, you know, I don't know about your jobs before being creative, but my jobs before being creative are pretty hardcore. I mean, I was, um, I was a driving instructor out on a, on a range, like a driving range. So like, so some days like today here in Colorado, it's going to probably hit 90 degrees. I would be standing all day on blacktop today for 10 <laughs> or 12 hours, just on blacktop, just, just yeah. baking in the sun. You know, um, or like when I worked like, you know, a, a pizza job, you know, when I make pizza, it's just a nightmare, especially during a rush. You know, I worked at Taco Bell for a couple months or I used to be um, a party leader at a place here in town that used to be called Mr. Biggs, which was just this big, you know, arcade center for kids. But I was like that part. Yeah, I was that guy that was like leading their birthday parties, you know, it just just ugh. like I can't imagine doing those jobs now. I just like literally yeah. it, it gets me kind of physically ill to even think about doing those. And so so like we just have but on the one life. side, you got to show some love to them, too, because like um, it's kind of hard to sometimes wrap your head around creative work. It's like it's so mm-hmm. ambiguously, you know, like it's not like, OK, today I go to Taco Bell and I make some tacos and I'm done. It's really easy to relax. It's really easy to do. It's still yeah. hard kind. Uh, it's still hard work, and it's needed work. But creative work is also yeah. like kind of different and can be painful too. It's like okay, now I have to sit down and just code, you know. And everything can kind of get ugly. I just want to show some love to them because I appreciate them and I like the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we do, and, and yeah. And I'm not talking down about any of these people. I think you know they're just on their different. We've all had to be on that journey, right? So they're on that part yeah. of their journey. Um, and, and what's interesting is some people like that stuff too. You know, some people love yeah. Taco Bell, working at Taco Bell. Some people do love standing on blacktop all day. Like there is those people. So, um, you know, what's, what's interesting about the creative world that I think a lot of creatives have a hard time with is just, um, the fact that they sign up for the job so they can do fun stuff and they sign up for the job sometimes to get appreciation, to have their work in front of everyone and have everyone clap and say they're, they're doing a good job. Awesome. And, and yeah, exactly. And, and I and I think like what what kills people is the yeah the getting down and dirty in the work, or when something doesn't go right, and you need to like now turn something around really quickly, or you need to be humble and say sorry a million times as you're working your butt off. You know, yeah. I think that's when creatives are like, this isn't what I signed up for. Because a lot of creatives, like I've I've said in past episodes, I think are like old painters, or they're like old. You know, they done creative stuff when they were younger, and it was that was completely just for their own enjoyment. So so when they get to adulthood and they start to do kind of these creative careers, I think they're a little turned off that they're like, oh, there's there's some. I have to actually this. work. Yeah, yeah. There's parts of this that aren't that fun. There's parts of this that really yeah. are just just work. So yeah. I, I mean, like on that note, I'm just like, not everything in life has to be fun, and we're kind of blessed nowadays that we we just have to work. You know. It's like it's kind of nice. It could be worse. It could be like, yeah. oh yeah, go out there, hunt your boar and kill that boar, and then prepare the boar and do the whole thing. But he is like, mm-hmm. okay, I gotta sit down and open that laptop and open that word, <laughs> you know, and just type some stuff down. But yeah, yeah, no, no, you're you're a hundred percent right. I mean, it's um, 
I always make the joke that if the world ever ends, like, I'm probably one of the most useless people to have in your survivor party. Like, you know, I'll come up with the best logo for our, our tribe. But um, other than that, you know, <laughs> I can't build you a house. I can't I can't create an irrigation system for you. So, um, so yeah, so, but, so, we, so we're really lucky, you know. We're really a product of living in a good time for humanity, right, that we can have so many creatives doing yeah. stuff that we can have, you know, technologies in such a cool place. All this stuff that was, like unbelievably hard or unbelievably expensive to do or is now really easy you know so making a logo back in 1922 versus 2022 is vastly different and it's so much easier now yeah um so yeah so it's really just you just have to keep reminding yourself like you have the best job in the world you know if you're able to be yeah. creative and and survive you've got the coolest job in the world like yeah and that's actually it makes me really appreciate it right now because like it's kind of like going back to space force the fact that we are living you know, on a planet with the right distance to the sun, everything is like perfectly aligning. Now exactly. take that concept and think about AI and like the internet and having all those tools right now. This is mm -hmm. like the perfect moment in time where you can go out there, create something, and maybe in the future we will never create again, you know? And it's like, oh, somebody else does it, you know? But right now is the moment where we can create, you know, and do yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I think we've we've talked about AI in past episodes. We've talked about yeah, it's like scary change. stuff. But yeah, and, right now we it, should enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Just to enjoy it and um, you know, in and and enjoy the process. Enjoy friction. I think that's something too. A lot of people don't enjoy. You know, like even I, even this, even ten years into a career, I still feel that thing in my gut when I get the email back from the client where they're like. Hey, you totally missed the mark. That's not what I wanted. And then I think a lot of creatives, that's when they, they get upset. That's when they, 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 they're like, screw this project, screw this client. Um, but appreciate the friction. Some of the coolest stuff I've ever made happened when someone burned down the thing that I just made. And so it's like, almost like be in love with the process. Don't be against the process. If you're against the process, yeah. you're going to keep feeling hurt. You're going to keep feeling anxious. So it's like there's a point where you have to... You know, just like the the Bob Ross, you know, the famous painter Bob oh. Ross would say, is you just gotta let yourself go. You have to let the art take control. You have to let the process take control. Yeah, I kind of want to Google like a phrase because that kind of sums it up for me. Um, I completely forgot it, but um, Alex Hermosi said it, and he's like popping up right now. Um, with like, it's not about, so I probably misquoted right now, but it's not about the reward. It's about the hard work, you know, you do hard work to do hard work. And it, it sounds like kind of backwards, but it's like, it's not about like, you know, getting the reward and being there. It's about the journey kind of sort of, it's just differently phrased, you know, and you do hard work to do hard work and you're doing light work for doing light work, but whatever you oh, yeah. do, you should do it, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um... Yeah, to go back and find to David, enjoyment in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go back to your David Goggins thing, you know, that's that's kind of his mo, right? Is like the suffering is the best part. Um, you know, the 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 pain is the best part. Um, and I think I think that 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 can be said too. Is yeah, just just allow yourself to to be okay with the friction. Have your like be okay with the struggle. The struggle is good. The you know yeah. that's that's just how it goes. The best work comes from struggle usually. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I, you know, it's, 
it's hard to, yeah, it's, it's something that we're going to have to just touch on in multiple episodes, probably the kind of, um, you know, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay empowered? Um, but you know, the, the thing too, is just like, get back to what got you excited about this, you know, and be honest yeah. with yourselves. If you're not excited about it, like if every project sucks and you, you get, uh, you know, you get a proposal approved and instead of being excited that you just got this approved, this new project, you're actually like dreading it. You know, that's something to, to take notice of, right? Maybe you got into yeah. this thing for the wrong reasons, and that's not bad either. I, I've, I've, I've known plenty of people that were designers and became lawyers or were an illustrator who became, like, uh, an accountant or something. You know, that, that does happen, too. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, but also, like, I kind of want to do the opposite and just throw it out there. Sometimes you need to do the hard work, you know, and don't have to be excited about it. And there's always that wave. It goes up and down. You just have to be like, oh, does that align with my goal? And then yeah. maybe you have to put in the hard time or maybe you have to switch up. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, and I'll be honest, sometimes I've had to be like, you know what, I'm just doing this to get money to do the cool projects, you know, and that's okay, too, because that's better than doing Burger King, right? Like, so if like, if I need to make money on the side, so I can do these cool design projects, it's it's cooler to do other design projects, even if I don't like them. That's still closer to being a designer than working at Burger King to help fund these design projects. So, so I think of it like that too. Like even if it's a project that's not really that great or fun, this is still going to fund the good projects, and this is a hell lot better than me mopping up a bowling alley or something, you know? Or a toilet so, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So it's at least like you know, at least it's close to what you want to do. So yeah. Um, yeah, so so you know, so like for me, you know, there's there's definitely some clients and things that I do that aren't I don't really show, I don't put in the portfolio, I don't really talk about, but you know, they they consistently pay their bills and that helps me do the fun projects. And so it's it's a lot better than me going and donating plasma and trying to save up money slowly just so I can, you know, do fun design projects. Yeah, you know what we forgot though? What did we forget? You don't. Well, I forgot. We should have talked. We we should have told the people to rate our podcast five stars on Spotify because that will help us a lot. And I think that is like um, one of the things we have to work on the next time when we have our podcast. And the next time you listen to this podcast, in the first three minutes, you're going to rate that thing. And we will mention it. You know, call to action. We will mention it. This is a promise to you, the viewer. We will mention it. Um, And then we're also on YouTube now, I guess, right? So, yeah, first episode is up. Cool. Yeah, cool. So, So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. And yeah. Yeah, add us on YouTube, do the Spotify. We're also on Instagram, people. Also, feel free to email anything at infinitecreativepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I like that. And actually, we're getting places now. We're we're doing things. We're, (laughs) We're you know. We're almost like real podcasters yeah. now. We're getting there. <laughs> well, we are real podcasters. We actually have the video. We have the audio. And, you know, we just stepped everything up a little bit. Yeah, um, we're, getting yeah. we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. So any, do you have any creative um, projects going on that you worked on last week or this week? Uh, well, yeah, I have kind of one fun one that I'm. I, I, it's in process right now. Um, I want to hear all about it. Give me a quick summary of what you're doing. Well, yeah, this one's a very just small one. I'll just tell a very small kind of... Um, so I have this old client where we've, we've always done just goofy projects. So he likes to have parties and things. And so we do these like flyers for these goofy parties and stuff. So so he actually has a, a group of guys that he goes out and he pans for gold up in the mountains. 
And so he, me and him were putting our minds together. He's like, you know, I want to get these guys like a cool takeaway, like a cool souvenir. But I can't think of like what's a cool souvenir. Like we talked about like getting pans with a logo in it. So they're panning with his logo. And he's like, yeah, yeah I don't know. He's like, I, I don't know. Because it's not like a business. It's like just a group of friends. He just wants to like come up with a... So um, so we came up with like, oh, how about hats? Sun hats, right? You're up there above oh, Timberline. Useful. And so, so the sun is just beating down on you. Let's like everyone in group, let's give him a sun hat with like the cool logo or whatever on it for that. Oh, I and, like that. And so, um, so our minds are together like, well, what does this logo look like? And and we really were like thinking through. And the name of his group is called Spoonful because I guess it's like a spoonful of gold. I guess is what they're they're is what it got, <laughs> is like the concept. So. So I did this illustrated logo um, of, you know, it, it looks like an old cereal um, box. Where That's you what have, I had in my hand, too. Yeah, where it's like an engraved style with like these chunks of gold in the spoon. It's like a little water poking out and it's like kind of cool. But he kind of pushed back. He's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, he's like, I had this other idea. And he he's like, you know, I, I really like the Rolling Stones logo. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and pull that up here just so you can see yeah. it. Um, so right now I'm imagining, um, you know, a Kellogg's box, um, slightly angled and a person reaching out of the Kellogg's box with a spoon, with some like, here, a spoonful of gold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was, it, it essentially so I always that. get like clear visions of uh, if I get a, like a design idea, you know, like, oh, I exactly want this. Right. You have that too, or how you do your well? Designs? Yeah, I think I I, I think I kind of do too. I you know, and I just listen to what they say, and I kind of poke and prod. I say, oh, so maybe like an old engraved style, right? And he's like, oh yeah, maybe that is it. And so it's okay. But yeah, that's kind of do where you I lead them with that though into the, the thing that you want. Sometimes if they're you know, I definitely let them lead me though, because you know you do have to remember they're they're the one paying the bill at the end of the day, so they got to be <laughs> happy with it. So, um, but yeah, so um, so he really loves the Rolling Stones logo. Um, this yeah. old iconic logo. Um, and so he was like, how can we make this logo into, um, something where we, where we, you know, we, we have, um, how do we have a spoon in this? Maybe does this become mountains, the top of those lips? Um, you know, how do we make a logo that kind of looks similar to this? Um, so I'll go ahead, I'll, I'll pull this up. Why not? I'll show you an in-process. Yeah, this no. is like, this is a very like, um, safe project. So I, I, I wouldn't expect me to do this all the time, but this one's like, I don't think he would care at all. So let me see if I can actually show the first one I sent him to here. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll do, we'll start here. So I'll, so I'll actually, I'll show you the, the first logo, um, what I had sent. So what I had first sent, um, before he had told me the Rolling Stones <laughs> thing, so a spoonful, um, you know, and this is just a first draft too. So, you know, he, he yeah. definitely commented on how the gold kind of started to look like cottage cheese or something here, how he's yeah, like, oh, we're not greenish on the screen. Yeah. On the screen, it's a little, you know, gold's a hard color. So, um, so yeah, it, it does come out a little, a little tinted on the green side, but so, so, you know, this is where we kind of started with this first logo is just, you know, okay, well, we're going to do more of an engraved style. So I did this like hand, hand drawn spoon, hand drawn everything. Um, kind of a little lockup. But yeah, he's like, you know, I really like the Rolling Stones logo, though. And so so from here, I was like, okay, well, how do we break this into, like, kind of mountains with the spoon? So, so yeah, okay. we kind of so yeah, kind of came up with concepts. We were playing with, like, do we want chunks of gold? Do we want, like, gold dust? Um, yeah. You know, how does this lock up with things? You know, how does this look, you know? And so, you know, we also decided, you know, let's lose the type on the on the front because the hat, uh, the front of the hat, oh, there's only I, I like, like four actually, inches. 
I like when people do um, the, the presentation, how it would look on a um, subject, you know? Yeah, and I always suggest people to do this, especially in this case, you know, a sun hat is just a really small area. So, you know, so doing this, we're like, oh, yeah, that type's going to get real small. So maybe we put the spoonful on the back of the hat. And so the yeah. actual text is on the back of the hat. And so then on the front, you have all this room for the actual graphic. Um, so, you know, still in process, this is like just a second draft, you know, um, but, you know, so that was kind of, so this is kind of a fun project where, you know, we just, we're like, all right, well, how do we take the Rolling Stones logo and make it into like, uh, <laughs> like I'm a getting gold like so logo. many ideas. It's not funny. I have like right now in my head, like guy with a chunk of gold, like, argh, and showing the, the thing like <laughs> spoonful of gold and that shows you a spoon of gold. <laughs> right. And exactly. then his mouth, you see like a little gold thing that he's like. By non, you know, the by test of gold. Yeah, who knows? That may be next year. I mean, this is a thing that he does yearly. So um, so we've already talked about, yeah, maybe next year's we'll be doing different concepts. So that may be a, new, a yeah. concept coming up. Um, yeah, just take it. Do it. Just do it. Take that idea. So, yeah, so that's one project <laughs> I'm working on. How about you, man? Is there any uh, anything you want to show or talk about? Yeah, so right now I'm kind of struggling with it, like making up excuses and coming up with some bullshit ideas um i do like youtube reviews about bikes got a new e-bike it's a banger bike i really dig it and i filmed my a roll where i'm like talking about the bike you know and it didn't turn out how i wanted so i wanted to mm. refilm it and then i'm like oh the yard is not clean oh this is not clean and yeah kind of make another video so i can get um uh, another sponsored deal going and yeah that is yeah, like so thing I guess tell the people out there too, like, so is this something common that you do? Is that like getting these sponsor deals? Like, what do you mean when you say sponsor deals? Like, how does that work? What do you, what so, do you so, um, like, let's say if you're a small creator, like for us, for example, if we reach a good amount of content and we have some, um, let's say a very polished episode of the infinite creative podcast, where we basically show this is like a banger episode and we get like five of them, you know, like First, we have to get the show started and dial everything down, and then it's the finest quality we can make, and it's really engaging, and we get all the views, and it's great. Then we can go out to Skillshare or um, Workspace. Uh, no, not Squarespace, not Workspace. <laughs> I don't know. You know, everything is space nowadays. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, we can say like, hey, this is our product. This is what we have. We're small. We know. But this is banger content. You want to have your ads on that, you know? Or you want to display your um, product of whatever it is. So you need like the, the high polished content and then you can um, get like free stuff. And so, you yeah, have to so, know, so how did you get in the e-bike world of that, I guess? Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Like how did you – why e-bikes and how did you get into e-bikes with it? Like what was your – did you get an e-bike first and then decide to do sponsor videos or was like you didn't even yeah, have an e-bike? So, so it, it completely weird though. First, I got a booster board after I sold my car because my car had an accident. And I'm like, okay, I flipped the car, get an electric skateboard. From electric skateboard, I went to scooters. From scooters to e-bikes. And then from e-bikes, I got my first free bike. And I'm like, whoa, this is cool with the pedaling, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I can get free stuff. And then I got like free presets for like um, – Premiere Pro, where you can get transitions, mm -hmm. and I got like a pack for 120, uh, not how, how do you say 120,000, not 120,000, but 1,200 
um, transitions in a pack. And I'm like, instead of paying $50, like, I'm like, hey, if I make a review about your transition pack, can I get it for free? You know, it raises awareness, doesn't cost anything to the person. Mm-hmm. And then you basically can get free stuff. And after you realize what you have to do to get it, you kind of get into a niche. And the more you have of something, you know, the more you get off that thing. But it also puts you in a niche. Okay, so you um, so, so your piece of advice for other people that would want to do this, I guess, would be to just reach out to people. It sounds like you just reached out to these people and just said, "Hey, I'll do a video if you give it to me for yeah. free or cheap," and that's just re- where it starts, I guess. Yeah, and then you 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 pendle your way up with more pushing the limits and see what, who says yes. But it's a uh, yeah. hundred emails and one says yes, and you have to put the hundred emails mm-hmm. out there. But it's relatively easy. After yeah, you. yeah. Especially if it's a weird thing, I'm sure. Like, I, I'm sure there's some some things like video equipment, for example, where there's a lot of videographers that are probably sending those emails. But, but yeah, I think some like, of yeah. them are niche, you know. And yeah, very niche for our world, right. you know, freelance. There, there's not many. So there is many freelancers, but there's also not many tools that everybody's talking about. You know, mm. if you have like right now a tool that is like nobody talks about this. You know, we maybe should reach out and like, hey, we got this thing. You can get a spot, 30 seconds, on this podcast, and we will talk about it, or we will shoot an ad for it. And yeah, every podcast, mm-hmm. we will mention it for seven episodes or something like that. So do you think, is that something that a lot of creatives should do, you think? Do you think that's yeah. something that everybody should, should have in their back pocket, is just trying to do these kind of sponsor things, partnerships with companies? If they believe it in it. You know, like mm-hmm. you should not promote stuff that you don't believe in it. The last mm-hmm. thing I did was like that... Um, Oh, the last thing I did for other people was like the hot sauce thing. And I mm. like hot sauce. And the people yeah. who I partnered with did not like hot sauce. But I dig hot sauce. And now I have an endless supply of hot sauce. Nice. Oh, no, that's good. It's it's a good yeah. insight. I mean, I've never done that personally. I've never done any sponsorship, anything. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good insight. I mean, um, one thing I could think of doing that too is books even. Like, you send me a free book. We'll do a review on our podcast. Or right? talk so, about it. So many design books and stuff too. So um, yeah. I could totally see something like that. But yeah, that's cool. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah I think. But uh, usually think... size matters, you know. Also for Riverside right now, I already figured out. If you sign up a Riverside because we we use it, we like it. Um, yeah, just use our link and we will get. I think like a little commission, and it's really easy. We're gonna put our PayPal down, and you get a commission. So if you hear this and you want to give back and receive. You shall do it because, yeah, click yes. the link, use Riverside and use our code. And, yeah, so if you don't do it, they will not do it by you. So, bad karma. So, well, do use we, our uh, link. Do we have a link? Do we have a code? Uh, I think we do have a link and we do have a code and it goes to a PayPal thing. But I uh, have not used it yet, have not set it up yet, have not mentioned it yet till now. So the beginning of the next episode for everyone listening is going to be amazing because we're going to talk about YouTube. We're going to talk about these codes. We're really going to just do it all at the beginning of the episode. So this next episode, man, it's going to be five minutes of just pure awesome promotion. I just sell out for that. So so show up early. We're going to be promoting everything. (laughs) Yeah, actually, if you have like a service going on, you're a freelancer. You want to um, have us speak in the highest tones about you? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and with that being said, you know, if you if you have been thinking about getting on a podcast, if you've been thinking about getting out there, but you don't necessarily have a partner in crime to do it, then you know, hit us up on the email. You know, yet again, infinite creative podcast at gmail dot com or on our Instagram or whatever. Send Actually, us a message. Ask us to come on. 
we'll we'll talk we'll look at your stuff and um most likely you'll be on here and you can talk about you know um tigers with chopsticks in space i mean really cool groundbreaking creative things <laughs> actually we should do that we should reach out to our next guest so i think like episode number four we will have a guest oh. and yeah, and we actually will like interview somebody that we know and who does freelance stuff, and we kind of want to talk about them and see what where that is leading us. And yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're out there and you're seeing this and you want to you want to take part in an episode, please, please send us a message. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. So, who are you, and where can they find you? So yeah. So again, Sean Craig. You can find me at seancraigcreative.com. Hello at SeanCraigCreative.com for an email. Um, you can do Instagram, also SeanCraigCreative. And then um, other than that, um, everything else is not really full of work, so don't go there. But <laughs> other than that, you know, I think, um, you know, feel free to send an email. You can find us yet again at InfiniteCreativePodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a message there or look for us on Instagram at InfiniteCreativePodcast. And, uh, yeah, just feel free to reach out. Exactly. There we go. And Where can you can I find, find you? me. Yeah, it's uh, F I T Z A E Y <laughs> Fit Zay um, on all social media platforms and obviously on the internet uh, com. And yeah, and that's how you can find me. Or just type it into YouTube. Exactly. Well, cool, man. Well, this is a good, uh, I think it was a good little episode. We got into space a little bit. We got into your uh, the David Goggins. I think it was a little bit here and there. Motivational. But I think, uh, Looked at some spoons and some rivers with some mountains and stuffs, and uh, I think we did good today. I think this was a good one. Yeah, I, I like it. So um, have a good one, guys. See you guys. Be creative. <laughs>